This week, come on down to Ooze City and let's get sticky with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, colon, the movie. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to yet another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosendahl. I am Patrick Bromley. I am John the Unnamed Ranger Rooney. And today we are talking about the only movie from 1995 to star Belloc from Raiders of the Lost Ark as a giant purple monster, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers The Movie. Are you sure that Executive Decision did not have Belloc <laughs> as a purple monster in it? Yeah, I think he's the guy who kills Seagal in that first 20 minutes. Pretty yeah. sure. No, that, that totally makes sense, actually. That's right, from the director of From Richer or Poorer, yes! starring Tim Allen and Kirstie Alley, yes! and and the writer of All Dogs Go to Heaven 2, <laughs> comes Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. A movie based off the TV show by Heim Sabam Group, uh, about a giant floating head man who gives crazy ninja powers to five teenagers with attitudes. Yeah, it's a show about a guy who found a whole bunch of unused Sentai footage and said, you know what, you can't see their mouths. <laughs> Can we bef- yeah, no, it's, it's, it's as if uh, instead of Captain Planet, there's this giant head in a jar. Instead sure. of Planeteers, you get five ninjas. And instead of pollution, you have Rampage-style monsters destroying your city. <laughs> Yep, that's uh, the 90s for you. <laughs> so we begin Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie with a very serious opening crawl. Yeah. It does not crawl backwards, though. It's just straight up uh, straight up the screen. Yeah, it's not uh, at an incline yeah. a la there's Star no, Wars. Yeah. There's no depth. Right, it's just... Yeah. I mean, to this movie, there's no depth. <laughs> You're right. Uh, and it's basically just reminding everybody out there, if you haven't seen the Power Rangers, you don't know about the Power Rangers, A, why are you at the Power Rangers movie? But B, here's Because you're going a on. single dad, and you had the kid for Saturday. You didn't know what else to do. <laughs> and you knew they were going to play that sweet Van Hagar song at the end. Yeah. So it basically explains that a long time ago, this giant floating head in a jar, Zordon... Uh, hires five teenagers, now six teenagers, with attitudes, and gives them super ninja powers to fight evil across the universe. Uh, and then there's an evil bad guy. Yeah, I do like how they're basically space cops of Sector Earth. Yes. Yeah. They really are kind of just Green Lanterns. Yeah. yeah. But they're different colors. Sure. There's uh, Red Ranger, Black Ranger, Pink Ranger, Yellow Ranger, Blue Ranger, White Ranger. Ah, uh, it's racist. <laughs> Take it up uh, with the, the movie. Whole, the whole concept, top to bottom. Take it up. Little with, insensitive. Take it up with director Brian Spicer, who also directed Mikhail's Navy. Ooh, that was very politically sensitive <laughs> as a film. I'm sorry to all our members of the armed forces for Mikhail's Navy. <laughs> So the movie begins with a skydiving contest, yes. as most movies do. Yeah. It actually starts with uh, two, I would say, 35-year-old teenagers almost killing themselves. Yes. yes. Much so- to the hilarity of the rest of the cast. <laughs> We're talking, of course, about Bulk and Skull. Uh, the sort of big began as the bullies of the Power Rangers and then eventually became kind of their friends and were on the show for 20 years apiece. Yeah. They were on the show as recently as 2012. 
They're kind of like the Slimer of Power yeah. Rangers. Yeah. So they're about to jump out of a moving airplane without parachutes. Ha <laughs> And then we're introduced to the Power Rangers who all laugh at them. <laughs> yeah. Because who's the real bully here? <laughs> the teenagers with attitude who have ninja powers. Yeah, it's it's uh, like that 30 Rock episode where Liz Lemon discovers she was the worst of them all in high school. <laughs> we are killing it with the up-to-the-second cultural references, you guys. Hey, guys. Did you guys see Lost last night? Boy, that show's gonna end great. You know, I missed it because I was watching All in the Family. No, no. <laughs> Sorry, the Colgate comedy hour's on soon. We gotta get out of here. Uh, Ah, this up-and-comer Lawrence Welk sure can't play a mean accordion. Guys, that Jack Benny is so cheap. (laughs) Guys, our parents are too young for these jokes. (laughs) I mean, all of my fan letters to Fatty Arbuckle gotta go somewhere, right? (laughs) These are fun references if you get them. (laughs) But anyway, the Power Rangers perform perform a completely sweet choreographed skydiving routine, which saves an observatory. And the people of this town are super pumped of their well, observatory it feels, being saved. It feels like we watched the ending of like a Don Knotts movie in the 70s. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. for me, it felt like the end of every like 80s breakdance movie. <laughs> sure. Where we just skipped the part where the evil land developer was trying to steal everything and they decided to put on a show and we just skipped right to them putting on a show and then yeah. they land and they're like, the crush groove slash break into electric boogaloo works. <laughs> right. Yeah, and Jeremy uh, just Piven in, gets to keep his frat house at PCU. Yeah, exactly. Just in time for a really shitty preteen to make his firefighter dad feel like less of a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely true. That's right, we're introduced to the character of Frad, uh, a small boy. And dad character. And dad, and character. dad character. Who is a firefighter. And, and apparently terrible at... Well, his son, because the the whole premise of the competition, I guess, is like municipality versus teenager. Yeah, because you're the sanitation department and the police and the fire department and the Power Rangers are all in a skydiving competition. And uh, I I guess that must mean if the uh, observatory was saved by the action of the Power Rangers, the firefighters were on the other side of that conflict. Yeah, right? They wanted to shut it down. Right? Guys, there's so many fires in the observatory. (laughs) If those lasers miss by just a half an inch... That's my Whatever, head. old man. Let me put on my sky skateboard and grind out of here. <laughs> of course, it's all set to the uh, the cool, calming strains of the Red Hot Chili Peppers covering Stevie Wonder's Higher Ground. Also, John, if you can keep your attitudinal teenager auditions to yourself there. <laughs> Guys, it's not too late for the new season of Power Rangers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I think it is. <laughs> so we... We move on, and all of a sudden we get a super sweet inline skate montage. Yeah. That's true. Uh, we are not ten minutes into this movie, and we've already got three extreme sports. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've got inline skating, uh, rollerblading. We've got uh, people jumping out of airplanes, skydiving, and credit crawls. The three yeah. on the three yeah. extreme sports. Well, I w- I'm sorry. I was counting friendship as an extreme <laughs> Whoa. sport. Whoa. All right. <laughs> the extremist of sports. <laughs> Did you guys know that religion is the coolest sport? Whoa, buddy. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's about 20 minutes of plot to this movie. Yeah, and yeah. 15 minutes of it is all rollerblading. <laughs> so they rollerblade along, and then they are uh, brought to the lair of Zordon. Not a smash cut to a construction site. Oh, I'm sorry, of course. Where where construction workers have unveiled a bitchin' sewer lid. Right, a bunch of Australian construction workers yeah. in Angel Grove, California have uncovered a giant bitchin' sewer lid with a vaguely Asian-y, dragon-y, lion-y face on it? Yeah. yeah, it's like something that got rejected out of the third edition monster manual for D&D. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they get a crane and they open it up and uh, what they find is a big, giant, weird-looking hand holding a big, giant purple egg. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. yeah. Our work here is done. Yeah. <laughs> Good night from us. <laughs> I'm here to help you with plot. <laughs> Well, what's great, and this is kind of like a uh, like a leitmotif that runs through the entire movie, is something completely uh, eldritch and incomprehensible is suddenly thrust into existence, leading one character to ask another character, hey, what do you think that is? And then, and then, he touches it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in Angel Grove, California is super curious about yeah. everything and just can't keep their hands to themselves. Yeah. Whoa, guys, just this big, crazy, giant sewer grate? Let's open it. Yeah. Whoa, is it a big... Per- Purple egg in a hand? It's pulsating? Let's touch it! Is that ooze? Let's touch it! We'll get there. Uh, So the Power Rangers... So the Power Rangers are summoned by Zordon, the big floating head in the jar. And Zordon's like... Oh, well, there was this guy I fought a long time ago. His name is Ivan Ooze. And he's here now. I I locked him here and somebody let him out. Go stop him! (laughs) Ivan Ooze, no relation to Ivan Drago. Yeah, they have different last names. <laughs> They're both Ivans, though. I get it, but that's not how families work. Not Check everyone off- in my family is called Jonathan. Chekhov plays have made me not understand how Russian works at all. Yeah, it's simple. Everyone's real those, sad. No, you've got like Ivan Ivanovich. It's because of all those, it's all those mammoth adaptations, that's the problem. <laughs> Where everyone's like, fuck you, Chekhov's gun, you're a real fucking dumb shit, Jagoff. <laughs> that's how those go, right? I've never read one. What is the Russian for Jagoff? <laughs> Jagonovich. <laughs> I'm sorry, Russia, please don't hack my files. <laughs> <laughs> please, Russia, there are like 30 million Pokemon Go players who's got files that need to be hacked first before you get to us. Yeah, put a Pikachu in mine. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that doesn't disclude John. Dude, I am so close to hatching a 5k egg, it's gonna be sweet. Oh, God, Isn't I hate Pikachu, you. Isn't Pikachu, like, the base Pokemon? Nah, dude, oh man, oh no, man. that's All why right. he's in Smash Brothers. Hey, he's the best Pokemon. So this is, this is incredibly relevant to the discussion of the 90s yeah, that this movie no, brings up. Uh, there were three starter Pokemon in the original uh, Red and Blue, or if you're Japanese, red and green. Uh, also, you understand English very well. I am impressed because wait, I'm wait. only monolingual. Before you, before you <laughs> wait continue, a red and green and red and blue, but Pikachu is yellow. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting to it, Jag off <laughs> bitch. Before you, I just need to <laughs> put another one of these before you continue. Yeah, go ahead and open up your heroin. <laughs> This is going to be great. Continue. Uh, So the three original starters, as we all know, is Charizard, uh, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur. All right, hold on. Bulbasaur? Let's go back. Let's go back. Charizard? Yeah, he's a fire dragon. Okay. Uh, His tail is on fire, and if that fire were to be extinguished, he would die. Fantastic. So water is the... 
No, no, I, I beat yeah, it already. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you fight him with water, which is why if you're smart and you know that the first gym is a fire gym, you pick Squirtle because he is going to be the strongest Pokemon that you have in the first, like, two now, hours of the now, game. Now, how does Squirtle work? Squirtle is a turtle... I, uh, I understand that Squirtle works. I don't by think using, you do understand. No, I understand. I'm pretty sure from what I'm, I've, what I've, what I've seen on Reddit, it involves using <laughs> a, a using a come here motion with your fingers. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it sure does. Oh boy. Yep. That's a, that's a squirt joke. <laughs> and I I'm guess, talking grapefruit soda. <laughs> I guess we'll never get to Bulbasaur. It's a big dick, right? <laughs> I think it's a butt plug. Oh, is it? Oh, fantastic. I mean, I can only guess. Anyway, the moral of the story is if you want Pikachu as a starter, you have to get the special edition Pokemon Yellow, which more closely follows the plot of the anime. Ah. Well, thanks for that. Welcome back, listeners. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed your aneurysms. Moving on. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pro. (laughs) God damn you. God damn you. Let me explain why he's the modern day Buster Keaton. So Zordon basically tells him that this big purple... Boy, I hope you left my four-hour dissertation of the Phantom Menace in this podcast. (laughs) I got some really great stuff out of that. (laughs) Don't worry. Oh, I think my fiancé left me. (laughs) Oh, no, but there was Zordon. Yes. (laughs) So a big big pasty head in a jar tells a bunch of... Shithead teenager ninjas that a big asshole <laughs> great, purple man is gonna kill everybody. What I yeah. love about this movie so much is at no point do we use any of the Power Rangers individual names. No. They are never they're, treated as people. They're just they powers. are a single unit of teenager. <laughs> right. They also move that way. Like yeah. for most of the movie, they travel in a tight flock. They really do. Yeah. Yeah, they roll like geese or, or bats or sparrows. All of those things fly. None of them roll. Yeah. If you want to talk about roll, you got to go for Geodude, who evolves into Onyx. I don't under- Is that a Pokemon thing? <laughs> God damn you, John! Stop! Stop doubling back! Stop trying to close this Ouroboros of Pokemon! <laughs> Okay, so, so Ivan Ooze escapes in the middle of the night. The Power Rangers show up, yeah. and he uh, approaches them as first an Australian security guard is like, What are you doing here, mate? And do you like how I slowly worked into the Australian yeah, accent? I like how you didn't actually get it, and then you were just like, Nah, fuck it, we'll say mate, and then they'll know. Yep. <laughs> That's how we do things in Australia. Wow. Mate. Wow. We're here with Paul Hogan, everybody. I was say, I'm sorry, Patrick. When did uh, fucking Mel Gibson wander into yeah. this recording session? He's a whiz. <laughs> Russell Crowe himself, everybody. Mark. Mikey. Put another ninja in the babby. They're cannibals, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, but as we will find out, they are incredibly violent, the Power Rangers. Yes, yeah, they really are. So Ivan Ooze, uh, the Australian security guard, reveals himself uh, as Ivan Ooze after like 30 Accomplishing seconds. nothing. Accomplishing he uh, nothing. Oh, yeah. he disguised himself as a security guard for the goofs, I yeah. guess. And then the Pink Ranger, Kimberly is her name. Uh, is is her? She gets the Just line. Just put your phone down. Exit out of here. It's not out of my pocket. The only thing in my hand is a beer. (laughs) Sweat. (laughs) Listener, please write in and tell 
Please do. Please, yes. somebody, anybody, <laughs> right in, reach in, out. Tell us anything. Is this, is this the episode where we finally have an existential breakdown <laughs> that we're worried we're just yelling into the void and the void is not yelling back? I feel like at this point, the only thing we can do is just open up the Lament configuration box from Hellraiser and just succumb <laughs> to the pain and pleasure of this. That's all we can do. Uh, so Ivan Ooze uh, attacks the Power Rangers and he makes a bunch of, like, goo versions of himself that have, like, predator dreadlocks and then the faces of, uh, like, Michael Myers masks, basically. It's almost like the, uh, the, the Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man. It's kind of like that mask. Right. Highly inarticulate and stupid. Yeah, and really angled. Yeah. <laughs> and so the Power Rangers, we see our first fight, and it's our teenagers with attitude, and they're just doing their regular punching, kicking, yeah. flipping, punning thing. And eventually, of course, they are beat back by these oozy monster things. So they have to get to Morphin Time. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Morphin Time. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Zordon Sing! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, so the Power Rangers morph, and then we get a series of kind of tight close ups of them just. Throwing coins at the screen. Yeah, yeah dinosaur coins. Up, put dinosaur on your 3D coins. glasses. And they, they yell their spirit dinosaur animal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it's clearly like all, they only got one take to do it. Because yeah. most of them look dreadfully uncomfortable <laughs> doing it. They all, they all have the look in their eyes that says, I should be wearing glasses to see the script, but I'm not going to put them on because <laughs> I'm very vain. Yeah. And they're just squinting to find out what monster they are. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus! <laughs> and then magically, they turn up in onesies with motorcycle helmets. Yep, that's right. And then they proceed to chase down and murder all of the ooze monsters. Yeah. And when I say murder, I don't mean, like, subdue. I mean, like, they kick them into walls and they explode into goo. Yeah. Well, not only that, but they will, like, they have no qualms with just ripping a creature in half. They have no problem beating something straight to death with several heavy rocks. Uh, the Power Rangers were clearly trained that you do not walk away until you are sure your <laughs> opponent is not getting back up. This movie is, like, beyond the double tap. It's, it's like the octuple tap. It's like, I gotta make sure he's dead. And then make sure that he's really dead. You get, Yo, bro, you need help making sure that guy's dead? Yeah, man, get in on this. I'm just, like, kicking a dead body for, like, an hour. Isn't it the Blue Ranger that heart punches one of the goo monsters until he's got, like, goo on his fist? Yeah. yeah, and then he looks at his fist, and for a moment, you see a flash of recognition in his eyes that he has ended the life of another creature, and that is always a tragedy, because he's removed the option yeah. of choice from this other being who could always become good again, but that that is now gone. But then he says, you ooze, you lose, oh, <laughs> so yeah. it's okay. That's the problem. <laughs> If you didn't want to be a loser, you shouldn't have been an oozer. <laughs> yeah, don't you remember that? What? Don't you remember that 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 part of Dare programming? Yeah, yeah. What I love is this movie was clearly shot in chronological order because they are densely packed with at least relevant puns. And then as the movie goes on, it is just less and less applicable to the situation until they're just complete non sequiturs. It's what what I love about this is it's very very clear that all of the like murder lines, like the the punchlines. Which is like 80% of the dialogue. Right, but they're all clearly improvised by the actors yeah. in the scene, and they're all super proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're all terrible. 
So they finally get all the oozers like oh kind of like we almost missed that. They get all the oozers rounded up in a small group, and then Tommy, the White Ranger, takes his sword out, throws it into the air. It spins around the oozers and it gets them in a tight little thing. Then it flies up to a giant like crane thing. And it comes to a rope that's holding it, and instead of cutting it in half, it stops in midair, rears its lion head, roars, and then zaps it with a laser beam, (laughs) and drops a giant box of fucking steel on these ooze people. They kill seven in one shot. Now, I know it sounds like this weapon clearly breaks all tension in the rest of the movie because it is a MacGuffin with all power. Yeah. Uh, That is why Blade seems to look at the camera as if my work here is done and then just fades away. No, it's it's, as we were talking about earlier. It's Chekhov's knife. If the knife comes out, it's gotta shoot somebody. (laughs) It's gotta be a lion. And so then the knife, the flying lion knife that shoots lasers out of its eyes and roars, disappears, and then so do the Power Rangers costumes? Well, yeah. no, it's at this point in the movie that I really wish that it was like a Marvel-style interconnected uh, continuity movie, because I want to follow that lion dagger <laughs> on, its, on its quest to go through the universe righting wrongs. As it helps other heroes. As it just moses like fan mans throughout people's lives. Right. So the reason the Power Rangers uh, Power Rangers power outfits disappear is because Ivanus has found the secret layer of Zordon and trashed the joint <laughs> by just zapping things with glass. No, no what's great is like now this this uh, Ivanus has been trapped inside of like a, a sarcophagus chamber for millions of years. Right, a big purple egg. He f- he comes through, and I guess the first thing he does is hit the encyclopedias for all the freshest pop culture references. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he loads up and into a, into a <laughs> Windows 95. He joins one of the first BBS groups and just types in what's hot with the kids today. <laughs> well, at one point, well, at one point when he's threatening Zordon, he's like, all the things I've missed. And then he's like, the Black Plague, zap, break things. Spanish Inquisition, zap, break things. And then the one that really breaks his heart, the Brady Bunch Reunion. <laughs> Which, Which is, is interesting because if he's been locked up for 6,000 years, how did he catch the original Brady Bunch? Yeah! <laughs> the uh, Brady Bunch are unknowable godless ones that have existed <laughs> since the dawn of time. Everyone uh, knows that eventually yeah. their, their ocean city of Riley will, right. will come up from the depths and we will be but a dream. <laughs> right, there's Mike Shoggoth Brady. <laughs> <laughs> There is the color without space. <laughs> Greg Cthulhu Brady. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That makes perfect sense. No, I, I had no idea. But what just, else? Just like the works of H.P. Lovecraft, it's irredeemably racist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but what I love about Ivan Ooze is it's at this point he has this big villain speech to Zordon that ends with, now it's time to pay the piper, which like, alright, that's kind of a dumb line, but, but then whatever. he takes out a pipe! You weren't expecting that! He plays it for a little bit and then uses that as his, like, Harry Potter wand. <laughs> yes! Just for that scene! I yeah. also loved that. I was like, oh shit, he's got a pipe! <laughs> he straight up, he straight up pan flutes the place to yeah, death. I thought that was gonna be a metaphor, but He's the piper! <laughs> <laughs> and so he blows up Zordon's house and just fucking saunters away. Yeah. The Power Rangers show up and Zordon is dying and Alpha's like, 
And Zordon's like, Oh, Rangers, I'm dying. Boo. <laughs> Nothing else we can do. Your powers are gone forever. And then it's dumb Alpha who's like, Ay, ay, ay. There's one planet somewhere in the cosmos where the great power resides. And that's uh, what we're going to spend the rest of the movie going after, the great power. It's not a metaphor. It's not a MacGuffin. It's not a red herring. <laughs> it's a literal stone that gives people great power yeah. that turns them into crazy super ninjas. And it's off they go to the planet Phaedos, uh, which is uh, basically where Kirk fights the Gorn. Yeah, it is, it is the rock quarry from every episode of Power Rangers. I guess every time they fought the putty patrol, they were really tapping into the source of the power. Yeah. The great power. <laughs> so they arrive uh, to the planet Phaedos. And what comes after them? Ivanuz's new terrible monsters. Well, hold on, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. No, no. The, the way that we know that this planet is dangerous is we see a fucking like bird dinosaur skeleton oh, with, right. uh, with it's its like iPod. A it's yeah. a twelve foot tall Birdman skeleton. It's I think it's supposed to be their version of like the space jockey from Alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's got like he's got like one of the headsets like Bill Paxton has. And he's wearing like he's literally wearing like a telemarketer headset. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. so, like that's probably why he was killed because sure. he was calling people to ask to switch their long distance provider. <laughs> and he thought so from I'd... Thanos he'd be safe. <laughs> and they're like I am on the no call list. <laughs> it is legally not okay for I am in a report you to the Better Business Bureau. Well, how would you feel about some Cutco knives? Ooh, that sounds pretty good, actually. Tell me more. I have all these cans, you see. <laughs> so, so they arrive on this planet. Meanwhile, Ivanus is building a new terrible army of monsters, the Tengu Warriors, which are just giant, creepy bird people. With yeah. just the coolest theme music ever. Yeah, it is just do. a real great grungy, yeah. like, should, heavy bass line. So it should be pointed out that up until this point in the movie, uh, all the music in the movie is definitely meant to appeal to the parents of the kids that are coming to see this movie. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it's Dan Hartman's Free Ride, and it's all stuff yeah. like this. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, the Tengu Warriors show up, and it's the most generic, like, shitty, <laughs> like, 1995, like... They must have hired Bush to do it. <laughs> and it's like, beep, 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 and then these birds get cabled off to another planet. Well, what's great is the, the as shitty as their theme music are, the birds fail to live up to how intimidating that song is. Yeah. Right? Like, when contrasted with the badassery of this song, which is very low, Yes, these <laughs> creatures seem even laughably worse. Yeah, it's bad. They, they all seem, they, they're like, they're like goats. They just clearly look dumb. <laughs> and it feels like just the way the actors are moving their... <laughs> They're obviously more used to performing in, like, ice skates. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're confused. The Tango Warriors from the Ice Capades? <laughs> yeah, your parents didn't take you to the Tango Warrior yeah, Ice Capades, no. dude! Oh, man, I missed that one. With all the sticks that whistle? Yeah. Yeah, don't you remember? That's what Nancy Kerrigan did after the Olympics. Yeah, the, the whistle sticks, no. Well, that brings us to the Tango Warriors are driven off because literally the sexiest lady from PBS Sensation and New Wave classic Celtic Woman comes out. <laughs> That's right, all of the best covers of Heavy Metal Magazine. <laughs> 
and she spins sticks at them, and that those sticks they kind of whistle, and so the birds have yeah. to fly away. And that's that's right after she pulls an Obi Wan Kenobi to scare them off. Yeah, she does yeah. the it's, call of the crate dragon. She's yeah. literally a woman in a big like face covering hooded shroud and does the and all the birds go squaw and then she literally jumps down off of a mountain and then just goes and all the birds are like my ears actually no the birds at this point still do not talk they only right. make yeah. squawky they noises. They just go squawk. Because later on in the movie, they'll just start talking as if we don't find this weird. <laughs> and it's a real surprise yeah. when they do. So I gotta tell you, this movie is like the perfect J.J. Abrams mystery box movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything is a constant revelation that only leads to further questions. It was clearly, I mean, the way this movie works, the way I see it, is it's clearly a first draft where there was no outline. Like, one guy was given a one-paragraph description of what the Power Rangers are. Yeah, and then, he just wrote ahead like uh, like and, Tolkien wrote The Lord of the Rings, yeah. just from the beginning, <laughs> hacking off into the unknown wilderness just, of his mind. And just like, alright, so then this scene, they fight these guys, and then moving on, they do those guys. Oh, shit, I should have point out that the birds talk earlier. Fuck it, we'll talk later and people will get it. Fuck it. And What's good like, is there's literally a line of dialogue where the uh, Tommy, the White Ranger, just points off screen and says, let's go over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all the dialogue in this movie is either expository or it is people just going, ugh, ha, <laughs> it's just karate noises. Yeah. And then the other remainder of sound effects are just, Listen, in this universe, the power of things that make a sound that you can replicate, starting with the lever W, are really hard to quantify. Yes. <laughs> that, was a, that was a really crazy explanation that took a long time. Yeah, All you had to say was like, there's a lot of whoosh sounds, bro. Nah, man. <laughs> There are so many whoosh sounds. Yeah. Anytime someone turns their head, cocks their neck, raises a hand, looks at somebody askew. Whoosh. I don't know. I like Patrick's explanation better. They, <laughs> sh- they should have sent a poet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Patrick Tennyson over here. Yeah, yeah Tennyson. <laughs> so, uh, the lady who saves them, Dulcea is her name. She is about How to do kill- you know any of their names? I, I watched the movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can I tell you a secret? And you can't tell anybody this. Okay. Everybody listening, I saw this movie in the theater when it came out. The day it came out. <laughs> Twice, nice. My wow. buddy, my buddy Brett and I. There was no, there was one midnight showing where you went in costume, but then you had to come again because all the woos covered up dialogue you wanted to hear. You couldn't, you couldn't fully enjoy the movie because you were too enraptured by the novelty of it all. My my buddy Brett and I rode our bicycles down to the the Marcus Cinemas in Elgin. We watched the movie, walked out, and we're like, "Well, that was a huge hunk of shit." And then we rode home, and then we got home and my mom was like it's your sister's turn to pick the movie we go see this week and my sister was like power rangers and i was like <laughs> so we went and saw power rangers again and, and you still have not spoken to your sister <laughs> fuck that bitch <laughs> i love you kate um so so dulcea 
Uh, the lady who saves the Power Rangers. Fucking Dalsim from Street Fighter 2? Yes. The, Sweet. The super racist stereotype of an Indian shaman comes down, extends yeah, his arms. Yeah, flame. <laughs> so Dalseya... You know, I've done yoga before, and I've never even seen anyone yogi flame. Oh, uh, dude, you're going to the wrong yoga uh, places. To be fair, I've, I've seen sumo matches, and I've never seen anyone do, like, the thousand hand slap either. Oh, man. So... <laughs> that would be so great to see a sumo wrestler do to another sumo wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> so Dalsea leaps down from the mountain, saves them, and she's about to beat up the Power Rangers when they uh, mistakenly name drop Zordon. Yeah, it's a real uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice contrivance. <laughs> you have to save Zordon. Why did you say that name? Commissioner Why did you Zordon? Say Zordon. Why did you say that? <laughs> Zordon's my mother too. Uh, so they say, "Oh shit, we're brothers! This is the greatest day of my life." I, dude, I've had literally no family. Oh man, I feel that pain. I feel that pain. None of this happens in the movie we're talking about. Yeah, no. So they name drop Zordon. She's like, "Oh, Zordon was the best warrior, and he trained me." And like, obviously, you guys are the five six teenagers with attitude that are gonna save the world. I will help you find the great power. Meanwhile, Ivanu's master of disguise is uh, puts a fucking bunch of Joker makeup on yeah. his face. He puts on some pretty offensive white face. I'm not gonna lie, like a bath in the old Joker paint. And he puts on a wizard costume and starts uh, giving away free bottles of Ivan's ooze. Yeah. Uh, clearly the most clever of marketing ploys. Yeah. Well, what I love is his sales pitch is you can show it to your parents. His sales pitch is he's like, everybody wants Ivan's ooze. What does it do? You can show it to your parents. <laughs> show, show it, it to, to your friends. <laughs> Which is great, though, because all these kids get this ooze. They take it home. They leave it on counters. Their parents come home. They open it. They stick their fingers in it. They smell it, they taste it, they touch it, they rub it all over their body. Because, <laughs> again, all the parents in Angel Grove are super curious. Well, yeah, so the the fireman from the uh, opening, the, the villain Fred's of the dad, piece, we're calling him. Yeah, the, the clear villain of the piece who wanted nothing more than to close an observatory. <laughs> uh, he comes home and finds his son Fred is gone, so he just starts... Fred! His name is Fred! Fred. He says, Fred, are you home? Fred, where are you? And then just, like... Oh, here's a thing of Ivan's ooze. That thing I guess I've been hearing about. I guess? I suppose I'm supposed to put this all over me now. He just shoves his hands in it, and then he's 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 been, uh, his mind has been taken over. He walks out in the street, and so has everyone else's. Yeah. Which That's leads right. you to believe that everyone got off from work, went straight home, opened their kitchen doors, looked at a big jar of ooze, <laughs> and then just slathered it all over themselves. I guess Without this- asking anybody what the fuck it was there for, what the fuck it was. What? Or whether or not it was body lotion to begin with. It's a real date like it's a real David Lynchian view of suburbia. <laughs> like everyone works the same job. Yep. They start at the same time, they leave at the same time. They go home, they all eat dinner, they all come into the kitchen. Honey, I'm home. What's this? Ooze, open, touch. There's an ear at the lawn! Dennis Hopper is doing nitrous! What's happening? Uh so Dulcea is leading the Power Rangers up to this big giant crazy mountain thing and she's like now you're gonna get your new spirit animals and she gives them to him and she's like you Kimberly you're light and agile you're a crane you asshole kid you're Rocky you're an ape cause you're smart and strong 
You, uh, Black Ranger, I don't remember your name. You're a frog, frog. idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and rightfully so, he complains immediately about his spirit animal. He says, really, I'm a frog? Like, that's not cool. What can a frog she do? Says, if a princess response, kisses you, you'd be a prince. Which is not a tactical advantage. <laughs> but now you're a frog. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the Yellow Ranger is the bear. Yeah. And then finally white the White falcon. Ranger is a falcon. And then they're like, great, and she's going to give them the power of the ninjetti, which near as I can tell are Italian ninjas. No, no, it's a clear portmanteau of ninja and Jedi. (laughs) I don't understand what you're talking about. This could not be farther away from Star Wars, all right? This is a movie about a group of rebels (laughs) that need to get in touch with the great power so that the Falcon can save the day, all right? With just a touch of Susant of space travel. <laughs> so they can stop the the evil, uh, I guess, emperor yeah. uh, and his giant death uh, please. machine. He is not an emperor. He is Ivan. He is clearly a czar. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Czar who's the first. <laughs> Greatest of his name. May he bring peace and order to our chaos. <laughs> and so they wander off uh, into the forest at a nice ambling pace, despite the fact that we know that Zordon is dying and doesn't have much time. Well, it's only repeated every five minutes. But here's the thing, nobody bothers to point out how this is going to save Zordon. Yeah. No. So they're not in a hurry because yeah. they literally have no idea no what idea. they're doing or why. Yeah. So they amble off into the woods and they uh, go find this big giant stone wall and then a bunch of stone monsters come to life and start attacking them. Uh, you are leaving out the elephant's graveyard, Oh, sir. I'm sorry, yeah. of course. So they walk through the Triceratops graveyard. Where a Triceratops comes to life! A giant Christ- Triceratops. I almost said Christ-ceratops. <laughs> Which would make sense. Yeah. A Christ-ceratops comes back to life. <laughs> hey guys, have you heard the good news about the Christ-ceratops? He wanders out of the cave to fight teenagers <laughs> just like the real Jesus yeah. <laughs> so they they beat up the power he beats up the power rangers the power rangers beat up him finally the white ranger Tommy gets on its back and notices there's one weird looking bone that holds the whole thing together and then pulls it off and probably causes the animal to lose its head yeah, yeah. you may recognize this as a piece from your own home uh, home built model of a triceratops <laughs> that you may have bought from a science museum <laughs> Or a flea market. Yeah, either or. <laughs> I mean, literally everybody has this experience, right? It's yeah. totally universal yeah. to have built a triceratops. <laughs> did you guys not have those, like, erector sets of bones when you were kids? Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. The little wood skeletons yeah. of dinosaurs. See, yeah. some people's parents uh, cared about education. Yeah, my parents were fucking cool, and I had connects. Also, sir. Oh, I made whoa, all the, whoa, 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 I made all the Ferris wheels and uh, pirate ships uh, I wanted uh, to. You suck. So... The, they get their ninja powers, and they finally defeat the rock monsters by brutally murdering Wait, them. Wait, we just yeah. skipped right ahead to the fucking rock monsters? We were already we at the rock, the rock monsters. monsters, and you made us go back to deal with your stupid rhinos, rhinos, The Christceratops. The Christceratops. So they fight... Sorry, guys, I have that memento <laughs> disease where I like... <laughs> Just my my hand my hand tattoo just said talk about the triceratops. <laughs> no, we're back in the rock monsters and their. I had dead. a picture of a rock monster that just said don't trust this man. <laughs> so the the 
Power Rangers fight the rock monsters and murder them brutally. Like, super brutally. One of the rock monsters gets literally cleaved in half yes. and splits open. One of them is thrown off a foot. Oh, wait, well, hold on. Don't, don't speed through this because the Blue Ranger gets his moment to shine when the uh, beast is split in twain lengthwise, mind you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then falls apart. The Blue Ranger strikes a cool pose, looks directly at the camera, and says, Talk about splitting headache. Ha! Now, it's important to note no other characters are around him in the nope. universe of no. Power Rangers. He was just saying that to himself for his own benefit. Nor do we know why he air punched with the uh, actual punch line. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, anytime anybody needs to say something with emphasis, they just they strike just punch out. It. Yeah, they you just lash out yeah. with their fists. I want you to say this line with punches. <laughs> So they defeat the rock monsters. A giant pyramid comes out and shoots. Uh, they shoot animals. Zords. Zords. Yeah. They shoot they gold get, flying zords. Yeah, they at shoot them. weird, like giant yeah. flying ghost jizz at them, yeah. and it gives them new powers. And they they just automatic, automatically assume that these flying gold things are giving them new robots, yeah. which doesn't make yeah. any sense which to me. Which they are. They are though. That's how it works. Uh, meanwhile, uh, dude, your spirit animal doesn't give you giant robots. Yeah. Don't you remember? <laughs> You clearly backed the wrong religion. Let yeah. me tell you about Chryceratops. Yeah, listen. listen. <laughs> <laughs> Remember how uh, Kevin Klein had the spider and Wild Wild West? <laughs> that is because he believed in the one true way. Yeah. <laughs> the trinity of large horn, larger horn, and middle horn. <laughs> Chryceratops, the holy trinity. It is all combined into one creature. Guys, my eyes are really opening up to the glory of the Chryceratops. So, so meanwhile, Ivan Ooze has used all the parents of Angel Groves to manufacture more ooze for him, yeah. and then and once, dig up his 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 own robots, his his, ex, his exomorphicons, yeah. uh, two giant insect-looking uh, robo. Uh, uh, Two giant robo shits. So it's just all of space time collapsed into the singularity of that (laughs) sentence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Robo (laughs) through which no logic could escape. I thought I was opening another beer, and it turned out it was just antimatter. That's my bad. So after Ivan Ooze has all of his ooze made and his exomorphicon robots uh, dug out, he just tells all the parents of Angel Grove, you know what? Just get out of here and kill yourself. Jump in a pit and die. Yeah. Which, I said that to a lot of people in the 90s, actually. (laughs) And they do. They just wander off to go kill themselves. they just wander off to go jump in a pit. Now, I know what everybody's asking, but where are the kids? (laughs) The kids. So, Frad comes home to see his dad not home. Which has just the greatest line, Dad, it's me, Frad. Where are you? Because I guess they're only on a first name basis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Frad notices the empty jar of ooze and puts two and nine point four thousand divided by six equals a plus b plus c squared quadratic formula pi and figures out that oh all the parents are brainwashed by Ivan Ooze well, because no that's not exactly true because this kid goes on like the most epic secret mission ever he gets to the construction site and nobody sees him he gets to the factory and nobody sees him and then he gets to the teen party and nobody sees him. That's right. Well, at the teen party, it's because he rolled with the wrong social group. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so, just like the movie The Lost Boys, all the teens in town are gathered together at one party to listen to shitty music and yeah. drink Mountain Dew and eat Doritos. And God, I miss the 90s. Except, except, Guess what? The 90s can be here today. <laughs> Nothing has happened to Mountain Dew or Doritos. No way. But what about really shitty music? Oh, buddy. <laughs> if you just embrace the faith of Triceratops, <laughs> the shitty music will come. You will be elevated to a place of purple ponchos and a never-ending <laughs> supply of Doritos and Mountain Dew. So all the teens in town are basically taking over the local malt shop <laughs> and they're having a party and they're literally just like throwing ooze all over the place. Yeah. And they're all wearing purple because uh, they're Prince fans, as they should be. Uh, and Frad shows up and convinces them very easily that Ivan Ooze is responsible for their parents about yeah. to murder Dude, because Frad has not only a backwards Nike baseball cap. Uh, that is a backwards Jordan cap. Right. Oh, you're man. right. Yeah, you're jump right. Man. That's a jump man. Uh, but he's also got a short-sleeved hoodie. Yeah. So, uh, like you do. Yeah. It should be pointed out that nobody in the entire city of Angel Grove has sleeves. Yeah. yeah. All shirts are cutoffs, and if they're wearing a jacket, it is just a vest. Yeah. <laughs> so he convinces the kids that Ivanus has brainwashed their parents, and they're all gonna jump off a cliff and kill themselves. Meanwhile, the Power Rangers are back on planet Fados, and they've gotten their ninjetti powers. Their Sako and Nanjetti powers. <laughs> oh shit, they got tried for treason? That's right. Oh, Jim Baez wrote that real sweet song about it, though. Also, could the listeners tell us whether or not they actually committed those crimes? Because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been one of those... Uh... So, so uh, sorry, so... it's just you got to collect all the secret audio tapes in Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes, <laughs> and the bad guy legitimately monologues about how those two were innocent and they were put on trial just to show people that immigrants were evil. Yeah, yeah, that's it was happened, Trump's right? America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah speaking well, of he which, he said he's gonna make it great. Again. Right? <laughs> Holy shit, you guys, Trump is Skullface. We did it. <laughs> See, these are the amazing truths that will be revealed to you in the book of Latter-day Triceratops. <laughs> Triceratops. <laughs> That's right, the book of Latter-day Triceratops. <laughs> I guess what we're all really saying is, will you buy a shoe tree from us? <laughs> So the Power Rangers get their new powers and they go back. They they go back. Shit, fucking to... doesn't a doll seem turn into David Bowie though? Right, Dulcea. Dulcea at one point is like, I can't follow you or else I'll start aging. Which and... is a mortal sin yeah. in the right. Church of Christ Heretics. <laughs> yeah. Nobody over the age of 17 is allowed in the Church of Christ Heretics. True. Uh, and so she turns into a, jo- a tiny little snow owl yeah. and flies away. As we, dance, as we magic dance. Yeah. <laughs> So, Dulcea the Goblin Queen flies away. The, the Power Rangers land back in Angel Grove, and they've noticed that Ivan Ooze's uh, Exomorphicon insect zords have started tearing up the city. I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> I understood city. <laughs> so, they immediately call on their new zords. Uh, the frog, the ape, the bear, the crane, the falcon, now, the it was, uh, bear, ape, wolf, falcon, wolf. frog. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah, frog. wolf, frog, falcon, crane, bear, bear, ape. 
ape, whatever. Whatever. It's, now it was right, a it, bunch of fucking I got, zoo animals show up, and I got just in more angry than I thought I would because the the charm of the TV show was the fact that these were all done with like big dumb costumes and stupid miniatures. Right. Yeah. But here we have that 1995 CGI yeah. vomit. Yeah. I mean, it's bad even for 1995. Yeah. This was around the same time as uh, fucking Jurassic Park, wasn't it? It's and at, The Abyss? Uh, actually, uh, The Abyss and Jurassic Park both came before So, this. like, we knew better. It also yeah. shouldn't be that far away from Reboot, which had way better graphics right. than the <laughs> cartoon, too. Yeah, they're terrible. They are effects. just charmless and awful. Yeah. They are very clunky and bad. They are basically, I would say, on the level of cowboys versus dinosaurs. They're just yeah. really, really poorly done. Um, just really shitty. So, and, and the Zords look like big shitty Christmas ornaments flying yeah, through the sky. Everything is super like, shiny. Bad, they're man. all like yeah. very shined shiny. up. So shiny. Uh, nothing has any weight to it whatsoever. No. They've all been given a good sheen of KY muscle grease. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Official sponsor of Body <laughs> Counts and beer. beer. KY Muscle Grease. Add a little purple soda and it's Ivan Ooze. Yeah, right. Just in time for Christmas, <laughs> Ivan Ooze. Please celebrate Christceratops at this year's Christmas. Go to your local mom and pop sex store and ask them for the Ivan Ooze. Don't give them any further details and wreck up the place if they don't yeah, have right. it. So, there's a giant shitty robot fight, and the giant shitty robot uh, good guys are losing to the bad giant well, Now, they've robots. made a clear mistake yeah. in this. In the movie, they've done a really good job of the Power Rangers, before they ranger up into their power suits, fight unarmed to show that they have great skill. Yeah. And then they morph, and then they, and then they easily just... Dis- the so, they're showing you the power levels yeah. of that. And this is the first time in the entire history of Power Rangers that we've seen new Zords. I guess... Sort of, kind of, the White Ranger when he got his tiger sword. But this is a whole new, like, uh, fucking, like, sect of Zords, <laughs> I guess. I yeah, it is an offshoot of the Christceratops <laughs> church. Well, uh, and, the, and the first thing that we see each and every one of these Zords do is be real shitty and get defeated <laughs> incredibly yeah, they easily. They all get Tommy, Tommy, the leader of the group and his falcon. Uh, no, that was Leonardo, the leader of the group. <laughs> Tommy is rude, but cool. <laughs> Apologies. Kimberly's a real party dude. So Tommy and the Falcon shows up. He gets he shoots a couple missiles. Nothing happens. The thing zaps him a little bit in his wing, and he's just like, "I'm hit. I'm go. out of here." Yeah, he fucking he slippies from uh, fucking Star Fox sixty four. Gotta head back to the spawn point, guys. <laughs> he literally just flies away, and the the frog sucks, and the ape sucks, and the bear sucks. The frog is actually the most powerful because yeah. he shoots his tongue out and wraps it and around. So is one of the creatures. It does doesn't have any effect, but it also doesn't hurt the Zord, yeah, so he's right. light years ahead of his yeah, teammates. True. And then the wolf will jump and bite its tail, which is really weird. Yeah, the <laughs> the uh, the bear just stands up on two legs. I honestly and cannot shot in the gut. And yeah, then the, the bear is knocked dis- into a building and it, it's done. And like I cannot even remember what the bear looked like. It is taken out so quickly. That's because the bear doesn't look that different from the frog. Yeah, yeah. They look really similar. Even though they're all color coded to match their Power Rangers, which oh boy for the crane, that leads to some real Freudian symbolism. The big 
No, no, not the yeah, the, the big yeah, pink, the pink thick ranger. Thick neck yeah. crane. No, it's, it's the thick necked veiny crane. She might as well the ambiguously gay duo might as well be flying that plane. <laughs> She's just driving a giant uncircumcised penis that flies yeah, through the air. Right. Um. So eventually they come together and form the Megazord. All yeah. the Zords come together, but the White Ranger can't immediately help them because, because there's a monorail in danger. There's a monorail. So the teenagers, in an effort to get to their parents, hijack a monorail. Which you know, kids will do as the minute yeah. they're all like, it's if the purge were real, they don't all have teens <laughs> would just immediately take over the monorail. They don't have licenses, John. They've only got the monorail. Right. Everyone knows in Angel Grove. Mm. When you hit 12 years old, you go to your mandatory <laughs> monorail yeah. driver class. Yeah. Mono means one, and rail means rail. <laughs> You've graduated. Aw, oh, Phil Hartman. Yeah. yeah. Gone but not forgotten. So, the kids steal a monorail, they're about to crash because Ivanus kicks a hole in the monorail thing, and... <laughs> the monorail thing? Yeah. Yeah. There are literally two parts of a monorail, the and we just went over both of them, <laughs> and you couldn't remember what it was called. Right. Especially since it's in the word monorail. Right, so the... <laughs> yeah, he beats up the mono. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, Tommy flies the crane, or fl- Tommy flies the Falcon in and lands into the hole where the track is destroyed for the monorail to just glide over it yeah. softly and keep on going. Well, the thing you don't know about the Zords are is they have the universal rail back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, anytime they lay down, any train can pass he right then, over. Friendship and teamwork is the real third rail, <laughs> right? <laughs> he then flies away and he's like, good luck, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you know how to stop that sucker. He Really just says, well, good luck, kids. Because I won't be there when you come back around on this monorail going 100 miles an hour, idiots. <laughs> so he, they form their Megazord. They finally, they convince Ivanus to chase them out into space. Meanwhile, the kids are trying to stop their parents from jumping off a cliff. And uh, Frad and Balkan Skull hijack a fire truck. Yeah. Meanwhile, out in space... They're going to lead Ivan Ooze into the parabola of Riley's Comet, a plot device we should have mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. That's true. Fred was super soaked at the, or, uh, super stoked at the beginning. He was also super soaked because it was the 90s and we got those sweet pump action super <laughs> soakers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the beginning, he is he could not be more excited that the observatory saved and his father failed in his all-consuming mission <laughs> to have it dismantled. Uh, because Riley's Comet is going to be here in two days, you guys. Yeah. So they get Ivanus, they grab him a hold, and they pull a Keanu Reeves in speed and hold him there just long enough for the comet to come. And then they hit the emergency. They They're break like, the oh glass, man, the open yellow up ranger. the emergency big red button, slam it, and it knees Ivanus's mech in the groin. Yep, Which right. logically should not make any sense because it's a robot. It doesn't. It's just metal. <laughs> Robots do no not sexually there. procreate. But instead. Instead, Ivan Ooze, the Borscht Belt comedian as a bad guy, goes, (laughs) which you hear in space, and then he gets hit by a comet and goes, and explodes. The Power Rangers come back to Earth. Meanwhile, the kids are trying to stop their parents from walking over the cliff until Frad brings the top of the fire hose up and just starts shooting everybody with a fire hose. Yep, using Nixon's tactic. Yeah. Yeah. 
All the parents go, why am I here at this rock quarry? Yep, it's like the uh, the mothership of the Trade Federation in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Once it's destroyed, the signal broadcasting to all of the battle droid stops. Mark, please put down that murder weapon. <laughs> everybody, he could have just said, and everybody was confused, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you guys and your super long explanations of things. So, listen, every- my words are my only tools, and I will use them. <laughs> To the sharpest of points. I think that's the second commandment in the book of Christ. <laughs> Thou shalt have three horns. Yes, And of my words are my weapons. <laughs> not the horns. Yeah, not no. Horns. Those are for God, not yeah. for war. <laughs> so the Power Rangers save the day. Huzzah. And they and they get a bitchin' like shrimp and crab legs platter. Yeah, so so like and, Red Lobster opens the doors for the Power Rangers. So Red Lobster and Joe's Crab Shack have a joint party for everybody in Angel Grove, yeah. where the Power Rangers are the only people eating buckets of seafood. <laughs> and what's buckets. great is this party is just the Power Rangers and the kids. None of the adults are there, which no. leads no. me to believe that they are in their homes. Just contemplating the cosmic horror no, of no, being completely no, no, taken yeah, They're in their homes just licking shit they haven't seen before. <laughs> they're like, oh, what's this? I should lick this. Ooh, hey, what, what happened to the last two days of my life? Oh, man. Oh, I, shit, is that a peach? <laughs> lick, lick, lick. I really want to go to the party, but my front door is closed. I guess I have to stay in. <laughs> Wait, maybe if I lick it, it'll open. Nope. All right, I guess it's back to bed. <laughs> Fred, are you here? No. I guess I'm going to find out what happens when I eat Pop Rocks and Coke. (laughs) (laughs) This is great not having my kids around to stop me from doing what I want. Right. So basically all the parents are fucking is what we're saying. (laughs) They're all just chaying off and jilling off and having a great time. (laughs) So meanwhile, the Power Rangers are eating a giant expensive crab and lobster and shrimp dinner. Incredibly. And there's a fireworks display that says, thank you, Power Rangers. And the Power Rangers are like, yeah. And then, of course, we skip the part where they go and save Zordon because of course (laughs) Oh, God, yeah, that blew, though. So they showed up and they're like, we can do whatever we want yeah. because... The and then they all hold hands and through the power of friendship he comes back to life or the something power lame. Of, yes, the power of friendship ex machina. <laughs> yep. They are able to revive Zordon and the entire command center and everything is done. Cut to stupidest credits ever. Uh, most featuring... wonderful This credit sequence is maybe like five minutes long and it has no fewer than six different songs. <laughs> That's true. One of them, one of them is called I, I, I... <laughs> The parentheses, the Alpha Five song. The Ode to Alpha Five. By the band Power Jet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a. Yeah, and then the movie ends, and that's the end of the and double that's movie. It, that's it. It's oh, done. Man, it oh, is just. Yeah. Well, except for the part where it teases the sequel, uh, Book of Triceratops. Yeah. Uh, about two young missionaries in the Church of Triceratops. Yeah, that's true. The camera zooms into that Triceratops skull. It winks at the camera. <laughs> yeah. The end question mark. Yeah. <laughs> because let me tell you something. Life never ends when you've embraced the Triceratops. <laughs> And Dearly with- beloved, we are gathered here today <laughs> to talk about a little thing called the Chryceratops. Electric word, Chryceratops. <laughs> That's a mighty long Chryceratops, but I'm here to tell you there's something else. Chryceratops. <laughs> <laughs>
So that's... Um, I'm sorry, I'm making an appointment with my shrink down in Beverly Hills. Doctor, everything's gonna be alright. I need to ask him how much of my mind is left. Instead of asking him how much of your mind is left, you should ask him how much of your time, Triceratops. Because in this life, things are that much harder than in the afterworld. In this life, you're on your Triceratops. (laughs) Just remember when you're on that Triceratops called life, don't remove the one bone to make it all collapse. Oh, darling Triceratops. Computer Triceratops. Oh, baby, I'm a Triceratops. I don't want to hurt you. I just want you to have Triceratops. <laughs> and with that, we leave you. We'll be back in just a second with Bullet Points. Pew, pew. And we are back with our very first bullet point, Body Count! Body Counts. Patrick, what do you think that body count is? Are we counting goo people as people? Yeah, this really gets into the uh, existential question of (laughs) what is life. Right, so I think you have to understand that anything that moves counts as a life in this movie. Okay, rock on. Yeah, because it's a kid's movie, no actual human lives are taken. So yes, goo people and... Everything. I'm going to go with 50. Okay, John, body count. I'm going to go with like 20. There really weren't that many goons. Yeah, John, you're actually the closest. It's 27. Oh. It's a pretty light body count for this yeah, movie. Yeah. And to be fair, and again, all the body counts for this movie are goo people, rock people, <laughs> and eventually Ivanoose's giant monster body. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. But what I do love is those creatures unquestionably die. Right. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it is a small body count, but everybody matters in this yeah. movie. And they're brutalized in the most horrifying fashion. <laughs> for a PG, thir- for a PG movie. Yeah. PG for mild violence. Which is crazy because somebody says the word butt in the movie, so yeah. it should be PG-13. <laughs> am least, I right? Right. <laughs> Oh, that's the fourth commandment of Triceratops. <laughs> no one say All the word. butts are PG-13. <laughs> and yay, so it is written. Let's go back to that uh, inline skating sequence then, friends. <laughs> so many butts. <laughs> Moving on to our next... I just like that the Church of Triceratops does not recognize the authority of the MPAA. No, that's correct. Not no. at all. Not at all. They've got their own rating <laughs> system. <laughs> Man's law is nothing compared to Triceratops' law. <laughs> Moving on to our next bullet point. Sorry, it's just this is going to be <laughs> this is going to be the absolute dumbest episode for a friend to explain to someone who hasn't heard this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, guys, they talk about Power Rangers, they talk about action movies, and there's like like 30 minutes of it are dedicated to this new religion about a, dead, about a skeletal Triceratops monster. Well, it's the top of the iTunes charts. <laughs> Moving on. They're called Triceratops, and your children could be doing it right yeah. now. It's the most compelling cinematic description of God this side of Star Trek V. <laughs> Oh, moving on <laughs> to our next show, Bulbasaur. No. Now he's a dinosaur. No, no, no. 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 moving no. on to our next bullet point: war crimes. <laughs> war crimes. Patrick, talk about some war crimes. Inline skating through an active construction zone. <laughs> that was in the Geneva Convention. <laughs> 
It has to be! I'm pretty sure there's gotta be something about hard hats in a war zone. Why do you think all those Nazis went to Argentina, where you can inline skate wherever you like? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more of this glorious utopia. (laughs) It's nothing but concrete ramps and railings. (laughs) (laughs) It is the toniest of hawks. Yes! John, time about some war crimes. Uh, I'm going to say uh, enslaving the population of your enemy to do manual labor and then executing them when their task is complete. <laughs> is it slavery? But like, yeah, I guess inline skating is bad too, Patrick. <laughs> you say enslaving like he made them eat that goo. <laughs> They didn't! Uh, if you didn't want to be conquered by my army, you do, you should have done a better job fighting my army. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Dear Judge, I was slipped to Mickey. Oh, how'd he do it? Uh, my kids left some Play-Doh that smelled like shit on the table. Well, that is entrapment. <laughs> that is entrapment, you're right. That's true, that was the plot to the Sean Connery, Catherine Zeta-Jones movie, Entrapment. Entrapment. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, war crimes. Uh, I'm going to say giant robotic war machines rampaging through a civilian population. The civilian population of only single people who have no children. That's right. So here's the thing. Everybody who gets enslaved by the ooze, they get the ooze brought to them by their dumb shithead kids. Right. But when the robots attack the city, there's still hundreds of thousands of people left. These are the people who have no kids. There's only like 50 <laughs> kids in all of Angel Grove. <laughs> and everyone else is just childless and alone. No, 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 it's all the smart people from Idiocracy. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I feel like having uh, at least, let's see here, six Zords and then two evil Zords. So eight giant robots rampaging through a city. I would consider that a bit of a war crime. I'm just saying that two of our three suggested war crimes in this podcast could have been avoided with some hard hats. Yes. (laughs) I'd also like to point out that now that I think about it, our body count should have been way higher. There's giant rampaging robots robots running through a city. city. There's millions dead. <laughs> ah, they're just sleeping, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they only got off that. They were like, it was like a, robots destroyed like two blocks. They all get brought back to life by Triceratops yes. at the end, of course. Yeah, right, of course. Uh, moving on to our next bullet point. Best kill. Best kill. John, tell me about some best kill. Um... I'm gonna have to definitely go with there's I think I guess it's one of the the rock monsters that they're fighting. Uh, the Pink Ranger and Yellow Ranger go up an embankment and like Looney Tunes some giant boulders down on one of the creatures. <laughs> yeah. Which like the first one knocks it over, it falls down, it's down for the count. But then like thirty more rocks <laughs> fall directly on its skull. Yeah. And like it is like it's it's that scene from The Simpsons where it's just stop, he's already dead. <laughs> and what's what's like boggling about it is like this was a movie so at any point the director could have made the editorial choice of like well let's cut it out after say the fourth rock no. yeah <laughs> but no uh, our intrepid director said uh, the audience isn't gonna get it unless there's like 50 rocks yeah. directly on his head ninth commandment of Christ Ceratops <laughs> 90 rocks to kill no more no less <laughs> <laughs> Patrick what's your best kill 
Oh, I'm going with heart punch. Oh. I love the fact that the Blue Ranger lays that guy down, punches him in the chest like three or four times, and his fist is covered with goo. And then he laughs about it. That just pleases the shit out of me. I mean, like, you can see him think about grappling with the fact that he just killed something, but he doesn't give a shit. I mean, yeah, it's basically that creature's blood on his hands. And I mean, like, you can make the argument that, like, oh, maybe they're on the level of insects and, you know, like, you you, you just, you have to squash a bug every now and then. But, like, I don't know, dude, when I squash a bug, I don't sit there and say, like, ice to see you, spider. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't take joy in it on this level. (laughs) Right, but that that being said, these bugs, so-called bugs, seem to have feelings because they're an intelligent they're able to fight individually from one another. <laughs> they're able to run away when they're scared. Yeah. A lot of them are able to talk. Yeah, yeah. it's really like they're clearly sentient creatures. They've been given souls by Ivan Ooze, uh, which, to be fair, they're not as good as Triceratops souls, but a soul's a soul. And they <laughs> are alive, and their lives are being taken from them by 16s with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, best kill. Uh, I am also going to take a rock monster, but I'm taking the rock monster that gets cleaved in twain. twain. <laughs> yeah. It is the, it is the, now, it's interesting to note that this was a death so brutal, Quentin Tarantino cut it out of Kill Bill yeah. Volume 1. <laughs> it's only in the, like, Japanese unrated cut. Yeah, a, an actual, uh, what, and that's the best, and what's even better is it's, at the hand of another rock monster. <laughs> the Power Ranger tricks it into swinging its axe and, like, dives out of the way, and he just cleaves his probably brother or cousin yeah. right in half, no. and then has to come to terms with murdering somebody in his own family. <laughs> and by in half, I mean from the head down to his nutsack, and then just splits and falls in half. Yeah. Now, he's a rock monster, so he should just crack. But instead, he's actually made out of fleshy flesh, and he splits in half and falls to the ground with a sickening sound. But, like, don't worry about the other rock monster, because it gets corkscrewed, kicked into a wall, and explodes. (laughs) I do like that that is, like, one of the most graphic, brutal deaths, and it does come at the end of what would normally be, like, a Three Stooges bit. Like, Mo turns around to slap Larry on the forehead, except it's an axe instead of his hand, and instead of slapping him, he cuts all the way through his body. I do like this idea you're coming up with of uh, digitally inserting fucking axe hands into yeah, the Three right? Stooges. <laughs> three Stooges meets Castlevania. <laughs> meets fucking Evil Dead 2, bro. <laughs> Just curly with a chainsaw hand. <laughs> yeah, right? Ree, ree, ree. Woo, 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 woo. I think that, that's going to be the name of my uh, new EC comic, Curly with a Chainsaw Hand. <laughs> I'm saying it on this podcast with a timestamp so no one steals my idea. Don't worry, I'll, I'll burn it onto a CD and mail it to you. <laughs> so, you have the post. Uh, Judge, I would like you to open the envelope that is in front of you. Please play <laughs> that in your CD playing device. What the shit is Triceratops? <laughs> what the shit is a CD? <laughs> Let me tell you about the good news, Judge. <laughs> Uh, finally, moving on to our next uh, bullet point. It's our last bullet point. <laughs> it is. Fucking it's finally, our next and final. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? Patrick, is this an action movie? Man, this is a tough question. I'm gonna go with 
with yes, simply because I cannot identify any other genre of thing that happened. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to go Sorry, with. Listeners at home, Patrick just had the most self-assured, self-satisfied look yeah. on his face. Like, you like really nailed it. You really got to the heart of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The only thing that my, my comment there lacked was a whoosh. <laughs> Of justification there. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm trying not to move my hands so much lest the sound effects overwork the microphone. <laughs> John, is this an action movie? Oh, man. I, like Patrick, I've been grappling with this question. I kind of have to say no. Just because Ooh. a lot of the fight scenes in it are not so much like, you know, hand-to-hand combat as much as it is like hand-to-air combat as I jump around my yeah. opponent. There's a lot of flipping. It's now, mostly acrobatic. And I'm going to be fair, like, it's really impressive feats of mastery of movement of the human body. I don't want to take anything away from that. These actors clearly put a lot of, of work and effort into really, you know, m- these martial arts are certainly very impressive, but when when there's not, like, unbridled brutality on the screen, it is only, like whimsical flipping. Yeah. Uh, Mark, is this an action movie? You know? (laughs) I'm kind of on the fence. I'm not sure. Like, there's action scenes, but then there's also, like, shitty teenagers rollerblading scenes. They really do that. And I, 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 gosh... But, like, there's uh, no boredom in this movie. Like, there yeah. is constantly something happening. Yeah, it is. It's very. It's definitely made for, like, a group of people who have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Also known as teenagers. Right, of course. Uh, because <laughs> this movie was not made for teenagers, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's made for, like, 11 year olds. Preteens. Yeah, uh... I mean, the cast isn't even actually teenagers. (laughs) I remember even as a kid watching Power Rangers and thinking, like, man, these 30-year-olds are acting really well as teenagers. (laughs) Uh, I I think I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, it is an action movie, only because when we pulled it up on HBO Now, it's listed under children's and action. So, yes, it's children's action, it's action for children... Uh, just like hmm. some of your other favorite uh, Dino Riders action movies, Dino Riders, uh, Dino Hard, uh, uh, Conan the Barbarian, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Correct, of yep. course. Mm-hmm. Um, not Conan the Destroyer. That's not fit for any consumption. No, no. Uh, <laughs> it's got Will Chamberlain in it. Come on. Uh, so yeah, that is it for bullet points, and that is it for pretty much the podcast. Patrick, let me get your final review of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers: colon, The Movie. Fifty thousand. <laughs> Out of 50,000. <laughs> John, what's your final review of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, colon, the movie? I give it four Voltrons. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what is your final review of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, colon, the movie? I give this movie one Chryceratops out of Chryceratops. That's Maybe praise need. his name. Maybe praise his there name in his light. One. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see this, but Mark just like Triceratops crossed himself. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't so much like uh, spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch, as it was like forehead, nose, two invisible horns <laughs> yeah. on each shoulder. That's right. Yeah, forehead, that's nose, horn, horn. Yeah, yeah. No. That's that's covered. It under... is to represent my mind is attached to all three pillars of the Triceratops. Yeah, yeah that's covered in the book of. 
T-Rex Viticus. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the one that uh, talks about having a deep and personal relationship with yeah, your lord right. and savior, yeah. the Triceratops. Yeah, it's the one that says, if you are not a star dinosaur, you will be stoned to death. If you're a mammal, you'll be stoned to death. <laughs> because, see, here's the thing. God had to know what it was like to be mortal so that he could fully appreciate the world he created, so he came back as a Triceratops <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> skeleton. Triceratops. Because he's not a dick, of course. dudes. He knows where it's at. He knows the raddest thing to come back as. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening tonight to Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. The next episode will be better. I'm John Rooney. <laughs> Don't promise tuned. that. <laughs> and stay tuned this summer for our full-length movie musical, Jesus Christ, Sarah Top Superstar. <laughs> this has been Body Counts and Beer. Have a good one. We'll see you real soon. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick, the Clear Ranger Bromley, John, the Puce Ranger Rooney, and Mark, not even a Ranger Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast. Email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.